Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 129 of Be With Me. I'm going to title today, Christian equals no more problems, question mark. And the reason I'm going to uh, title it that way is I heard with my own two ears uh, a Christian person witness to a non-Christian person. And during their pitch, they said to them, become a Christian, because after you become a Christian, you have no more problems. And we're going to see, we're going to ask the question to Paul, is after he became a Christian, did he have more, no more problems? Obviously, he does have problems. I'll give you the answer right now. So yesterday, we were talking about uh, Paul, and uh, we walked with him in his decision-making, um, and then we walked with him in the boldness of his ministry and kind of centered on the, on the phrase, I did not shrink. And the reason he, did, he had to not shrink is because he had these, these big challenges. So I'm going to read from Acts chapter 20 and listen and see if that Christian witnesser was correct, that after you become a Christian, you don't have any problems. So this is from Acts chapter 20, verse 18. He's talking to the the pastors and the elders of the church of Ephesus that have come away from Ephesus to a port town as Paul is passing through, and he's giving them sort of this meat of what it what it means to be a leader in the church, what it means to be a servant in the church. And when they came to him, he said to them, you yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews. How I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, behold, I'm going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. But I do not count account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now, behold, I know that none of you among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom, will see my face again. What a line. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all of you, for I did not shrink, there it is again, from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his blood. I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Okay, so let's look at Paul and see if Paul had no no problems. Here's what I see in this passage today. Number one, it is a passage of great violence that promised to Paul was imprisonment and afflictions. And another thing, this is kind of a traumatic, it's not exactly violent, but just the ignorance that he knows a few things, he knows that he has to go to Rome, he knows that he has to suffer 
Uh, other parts of Acts talk about that. But he kind of doesn't, he says, I don't know what's going to happen to me there in verse, verse 22. And that's got to be traumatic. He's already been through some trials and tears with the people of of Ephesus in the years that he's uh, lived with them. So first thing is this is a passage of violence. Secondly, it's a passage of loss. And there's tears. There's uh, tears in today's passage. There's going to be tears in tomorrow's passage. And when he leaves these guys, obviously they're going to they're going to weep and gnash gnash teeth. Why? Because of the loss. Here's the loss: is that they stop seeing the face of Paul, the great Paul. And we all have the last time what we're going to see, you know, somebody's face on on the earth. It's just that Paul sort of semi-prophetically tells them, this is it. This is the last time you're ever going to see me because I've got to face uh, a Roman trial and execution. Maybe he knows that much. So the lost part of this is there's tears in serving. There's tears in leaving. There's tears in the admonishment in his heart for the church. And then there's tears because they're never going to see his face again. All right, so there's violence, there's loss. The third thing is, is see, there's a risk. So he's not leaving them to rainbows and puppies. He's leaving them to fierce wolves that are going to come. And and he's promising them, oh, and by the way, you're going to have trouble in the church. Um, and there's going to be false teachers that are going to want to draw away, and they're going to come from among you. And so it's not, you know, it's not a happy future either. There's There's ongoing trouble in the church, and if you're a member of the church, you know that personally. All right, the the cool thing about this whole thing is that amongst all this trouble, the violence, the loss, the risk, is there's the presence. And he's continuing to have this presence of God, the be with me part of this, that he he's constrained by the Spirit, which sounds like a bad thing, but hey, the Holy Spirit does, says, don't go to the right, go to the left. That's a good thing. That, that's the presence of the, of the Lord. And even if the testifying of the Holy Spirit in every city is to him that there's going to be uh, some bad things ahead of you, the Holy Spirit testifies me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions are ahead. The imprisonment and afflictions is kind of the bad news. The good news is you've got the Holy Spirit telling you, you know, giving you a little heads up and being present with you the whole time. So the Holy Spirit is comforting in bad times. So back to my story uh, about become a Christian and all your problems are going to go away. John 16, 33 says, in the world you will have tribulation. You're going to have trouble. So that's the bad news. The good news is, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So in, in the world, in the rock, paper, scissors contest, is the world is going to give you trouble. The world is going to, quote-unquote, win temporarily. The, the super good news is that God's got this. He's overcome the world. He rock, papers, scissors, and wins on top of the world's trouble. So because of the violence in this passage, it, it's a call for urgency. Because of the loss, it's keep your eyes open, be ready for that. Because of the risk, be alert. But because of the presence, hey, stay close. Enjoy the Lord in in the meantime as we walk with the Spirit. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.